Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ian Hates Conversations. My name is Ian, and by now you probably know I like to do things differently from time to time. And that's why my guests tonight are Amanda, Nicole, and Freddie of Miss Media Relations. That's right, not a band tonight. This is PR and more. Listen in and see what they have to offer and some behind the scenes of the music industry. But before that, let's begin with Siobhan and the Fuzz. Never see me coming. Enjoy.
right, everyone, and welcome back to Ian Hates Conversations. I am here with three people behind Miss Media. We have Amanda, Freddie, and Nicole. This is a joint Google Hangout call, so we'll see how this goes. But guys, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves? Hi, my name's Amanda. I am one of the CEOs and founders of Miss Media, and I like long walks on the beach and going to concerts. Hi, I'm Nicole. I'm the other CEO and founder at Miss Media, and I like hiking, and I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> and hello, I'm Frederick. I'm the COO and creative director of Miss Media, and I like sushi, and I am not a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait. So, Amanda, are you a vegetarian? Uh, definitely not. Okay. So, we got that out there. Everyone knows what you guys eat. All right. So... This has been the best way to start a conversation ever. So welcome, everyone. This is going to be great. So this is a little bit new for me. I've had labels on the show. I've had authors and managers. This is the first time this is going to be a press-type interview. But I guess before we even limit you to that, is that your main focus? Or do you also plan on being a label at some point, being management at some point? What's the goal? Um, I mean, personally, in my opinion, I think it, now a lot of artists are s staying clear of like trying to sign on to a label because when you hire somebody to do press for you, it's kind of like, you know, you, t you tell people about the artists themselves and it's like the artist still has their creative control. Right. Um, but so what our company does is besides doing outreach, we also do booking. Oh, very nice. Okay. Yeah, we um we want to eventually also maybe uh, do management as well, and we do uh, we help with like social media, so like building your platform and stuff like that. Basically, we're just like we like to call ourselves a media company that we're all for the artist, and that makes total sense. So aside from just you know representing the artists and trying to help people become more established and get themselves out there. We also um, were very strong believers in women and promoting, you know, feminism. And, um, you know, it's so typical that in all the generations before us, women were subjected to being like the lesser half. And there was always a glass ceiling that blocked them. And, you know, we don't want to just see these artists become successful, either men or women. We also want to see these women be able to rise in companies and show the world that, you know, there really is such a thing as um, equality. And, you know, here we are to shine, basically. So, yeah. And besides all of that, I mean, yeah, we're very much uh, advocating women empowerment. We just also kind of want that aesthetic as like, you could do literally anything. Like, the three of us came from working for people and hating our jobs and hating working for somebody that we're just like, we want to work for ourselves. And, you know, Freddie and I are 22. Right. Nicole is 25. Right, Nicole? I'm about to be 26. Don't rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like we're the three of us are still young and we're like at any age, like you could literally do anything you want. And that's kind of what we're advocating that like you could kill the game no matter how old you are and you could do anything you set your mind to. And that's kind yeah. of a lot of what we want to talk about too. Sorry, Nicole. <laughs> Sorry. I cut we I cut her off all the time when we have our tangents when we talk on the phone constantly because I have like the craziest ADHD and it's just like self-induced at this point. But um, yeah, I just, 
it doesn't matter on gender either, like man or woman, you can have a leadership role if you put your mind to it. And, you know, we've worked for so many bosses. You know, I know myself and I've had money stolen from me. I've had time wasted. I've had my, you know, utilities wasted and all my attributes and my creativity. And it's just like, we don't want to put bands through that when we've been put through that as employees. Right. So mm -hmm. it's like, I think we have a niche market and I think we can really create a safe haven and foster these artists opposed to scaring them with all these committal contracts that record labels provide. Right. They're great, but I don't really think that that's an asset that we're trying to go for right now. Maybe in the future, mm -hmm. who knows, we could do it the right way. And, you know, but right now I feel that press booking and management consultancy is something that's huge. Absolutely. So let me work off of that a little bit and let me be, you know, the dumb person that doesn't know a whole lot about what you guys are trying to accomplish and ask because of what you just mentioned, are you guys going to be covering bands that also have male members as well as female members? Yeah, we, we do that now. We have um, the bands that we're working with and that we're uh, talking to and working with in the future are mixed. <laughs> you know, we, we don't... Um, is, is the objectified. <laughs> we we work with all genders even you know all species whatever as long as as long as um you know you like music and you love what you do like i feel like the only really egos we don't want egos oh yeah yeah oh and no this is not a good show to be on <laughs> <laughs> so we don't discriminate against genders we have male artists that perform in our bands we have female artists the point is to basically show the equality and just basically demonstrate how bright our talent can shine right be it man or woman or both or purple alien monster it does not matter <laughs> you know if you're talented we're here to represent you and the good thing about our company is that um, we keep it personal with the client. Mm -hmm. So it shows that, you know, we care, we invest in their future as well. And I feel like that that's important today because you'll have these clients, I'm sorry, these companies rather, that tend to be very impersonal. They don't really care about the artist because they always have like 20 more just like it. Right. You know, we want to distinguish from them because we actually want to take care of our clientele and we want to see our band succeed. And we want to be there for them in the good moments and the bad moments. Right. Nicole, anything to add to that? I completely agree. I think that it's important and, like I said, very imperative for us to just keep it very safe for artists. And also, if they grow, we grow and we grow together. So it's like one big happy family and just like an intimate relationship with your artists, you know, of all genres, of all genders, of whatever you may be. And it's just like, if you are willing to put your blood, sweat and tears into your music, we're willing to put blood, sweat and tears into promoting your music because I have no musical talent whatsoever. <laughs> so I'm, I kind of dig being behind the scenes just because it's like, okay, at least I can, you know, you have the talent, I can place it somewhere. Right. So it's like, I have some talent, right? Strategy maybe. But uh, yeah, it's, it's really rewarding to know that when a band worked so hard to make this music, to connect with so many different fans and to try to relay a message to everyone, it's awesome to be a part of that. Uh, just to add to that, I, what I wanted to say before was like, we like working with people who 
um, obviously have a passion for what they do. And I feel like if a lot of companies, whether they're PR companies or um, even record labels, you know, even some of the bigger ones, like you see on their roster, they have, you know, these big bands and then they have these small bands that nobody's ever heard of. And uh, if you work for like an outlet, you could see that sometimes they will send more notifications about one band than another. And that's kind of what we wanted to stray away from. Like we want to treat every single artist the same and we reach out the same amount for each artist because we, the people that we bring on, we think deserve, you know, all the exposure in the world and we treat all of our artists the same. Very cool. Now, you guys have mentioned about being on the, you know, quote unquote younger side, but I know you have experience. So can you go through yeah. a little bit of your background to what led you to want to do Miss Media? Well, I would say two years ago, I started interning and working for Manicat Records mm -hmm. as a public relations specialist. And then I guess maybe six months in, Amanda started. And um, <laughs> that's how I met her. And Freddie was acquired through Amanda. So I met Freddie. Mm -hmm. And Freddie basically helped create the whole vision of Miss Media, but backtracking more to Manicat Records. You know, I really loved working with those bands. I really thought it was cool that, you know, oh, wow, we're in the music industry. You're talking to all these outlets and, you know, you're actually promoting their music and you're actually seeing like a return on it. Mm -hmm. There's some sort of investment. But I would just say that steering away from labels, I just, we want to try to make sure that you're not committed to something for so long because, you know, sometimes you go on a, a two-year contract or sometimes you're invested in, you know, upwards of three years in a contract as a label. And it's just like, we want to keep it short, sweet, and make sure that you're happy with the services opposed to just being locked down and you have to tour, you have to do this, you have to do that. So it's like seeing the committal sides of, you know, a record label, being someone who has commitment issues as herself, I'm just steering away from that, even though it was a really good experience to have because we gained a lot of connects through it. Mm -hmm. I would say that Miss Media and press is something that is easier to focus on than, you know, no one really buys units anymore. Best Buy is stopping, currently kind of slowing down their sales for CDs. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you really don't need a label anymore. So I feel press and booking is something that is more relevant and you can get a cheaper budget for it. Sure. Okay. This is kind of a long story. I'm going to keep this as short as possible. <laughs> I, so I was in, I just graduated recently from college and um, I was really kind of lost for a little while, like not knowing like what I wanted to do because um, you know, you tell people you work in music and they're like, oh, that's not practical. You should be a lawyer, doctor, or an accountant because, you know, those are the only practical careers nowadays. So I originally started off uh, in music as a writer and like uh, I, wrote, I wrote for a, diff for a few different publications. Um, and like Nicole said, I ended up uh, working at Manicat Records, uh, which was an, I'm not going to lie, an amazing experience just because we did gain a lot of contacts through it and it taught me so much uh, that I know now, like dipping my feet in uh, journalism, uh, PR, booking, um, what else, social media, like so many different aspects that it's kind of gave me, given me so much knowledge. And how did we want to start Miss Media? Uh, originally, Nicole uh, said that she wanted to do this, like, in like April or March, uh, she okay. texted me and was like, 
I I'm think done. that we should start a PR company. Sorry, what? I texted you. I was like, I'm, I'm done. done. <laughs> yeah, we're like, we're broke. Like, we should start a PR company. Like, we're really smart. We definitely should do this. Like, this is, and I was like, that's, that's awesome. And, you know, a lot of the time you kind of like say something and you're just like, you kind of hold it off. You don't know what to do about it, whatever. Sure. Um, my full-time job at the time, about a week after Nicole texted me this, I got fired from that job. Ah. Because, yeah, just because um, the boss at the time quit, so, like, there's nothing for me to do. It's, like, this whole thing. But then when that happened, I texted Nicole and I texted Freddie, and I was like, let's do this now. Like, I don't want to work for anybody. I hate everybody. Like, I want to work for myself. And the thing about all of us is that we've all worked for so many people that we kind of know what kind of bosses we want to be. And that working for yourself is so much better <laughs> than just like listening to somebody, especially if you're like underappreciated, which I feel like is a lot of what has happened. Um, and then kind of just like within the last few months, um, we really started like doing it and like scouting bands and really building a name for ourselves and kind of showing people what we're all about. So I guess that's kind of a little way how Miss Media yeah. was <laughs> born. <laughs> um, I think one of the greatest things about Miss Media, and, you know, not to toot our own horn, but we actually, you know, so me personally, I actually, I've worked for, um, you know, I worked for fashion companies and I worked for a photographer and we did like covers of Resident Magazine and some Vogue editions. I've met with Nick Jonas, the Jonas Brothers. I've met with um, Brianna, Beyonce, um, Tyra Banks, <laughs> Wendy Williams. So I have experience with these people and like I know what look is in. I know like what's contemporary and I have a background in advertising. So I'm able to, you know, I... I single-handedly, you know, I crafted the logo for Miss Media and I've designed our apparel and our shirts that we have. Um, and they're not just to like promote our company, but also to promote individualism and women empowerment. So um, I feel like what we're doing here is more than just PR. We're actually kind of sending a message and I think that it's pretty unique and I don't think other companies are doing what we're doing. I also want to say that Freddie has been so amazing. Like from the moment that I told him about this, he kind of just helped us with the logo, like the website, literally everything. And he's so amazing because I text him and within 10 minutes, he does what I tell him to do, which that's, is like, you know, company related wise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like, it's really amazing to have somebody like that you know, like somebody, and he's very creative and can really execute uh, Nicole's and my ideas um, very well, like much more than we thought we even had in our minds. Like, and I just am very grateful to have him here. And I think that's actually, um, I think that's one of the things that we can actually promise our clientele is that no matter what we do, we're always going to be dedicated to our bands. And I think that's very important. And I think that, you know, even though we're starting up and we're growing, we're growing at a faster rate than what we expected. And we still manage to have dedication and show love to every single one of our bands. So very cool. Now.
All right, everyone. So people's voices might be a little bit different. We played the technical difficulty music because we found out there was an echo. So now we have a different connection. So don't be surprised about that. So let's go off. We'll leave that in the past. Let's go off on what you guys were talking about recently with Manic Cat Records. And one of the things about that label is they are very, you know, pop punk centric, you know, or punk centric, even though they will have other bands like The Anchor or someone else that might not necessarily be that. When you guys are looking for artists that you want to represent, are you looking for one specific genre or are you just looking for what you love? Uh, what we love, I would say, and what we think would relay best with a story that you have to tell. So okay. to speak. So it's like, like we said, all genres matter, all, mm -hmm. you know, genders matter. So it's basically if it sounds good to us and we think that you put the hard work in that we're going to put in for you, then we definitely would want to work with you. And we would want to, you know, of course, see your band live, whether you're EDM, rap, hip hop, R&B, punk, screamo, metal, anything. All right. I also want to say that just like with experience with working with different artists throughout the years, not with Miss Media, but um, you tend to get, if you work for another company, you tend to get artists that um, you don't necessarily like. I mean, with us, it's kind of like we don't really bring on somebody unless we like them, which isn't, I, I don't think that's like a bad thing to say, right? Because we feel that like when you really like somebody and you really um, believe in them, you're more likely to like give them more exposure because you're writing what you believe in. If There's that so makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've, we've had, exp I'm sorry, what were we going to say? No, I was agreeing with you. You know how I always agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also uh, think that a lot of different companies take on artists that they might not necessarily like because they would bring a lot of money into the company or a lot of exposure, like whatever. Obviously, like money is a big thing and like don't get us wrong. But if we don't like you, if we don't, I don't want to say if we don't like you, but like if we, if I don't, I don't know, can somebody like help me if out? Because we I don't, don't see <laughs> eye to eye, if we don't see eye to eye on certain things, it would make us, it would make it hard for us to work together. Like egos. And all that. Yeah. Right. Like you can have you can have three hundred followers or three hundred K followers, you know? Like to us it doesn't matter. If we if we totally like dig your music, like we want to promote you. The whole thing with like, you know, a lot of people sign uh artists who like they think will it will grow for them, mm -hmm. like for their own benefit, which is not something that we believe in at all. They also feel like they could change their sound midway through or take some of their you know, they take a lot of creativity away from them. And it's like, as an artist, I think that they should have full control over their message, their sound and their music. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Like take, we would never take away somebody's creative control because like, if you have a band and like you have this name and you have the music that you make, that's your kid. Like we would never change that or take that away from you. And I feel like that's something that's really wrong with the industry now. Um, which sucks to say, but a lot of people just, you know, want commodity based. What? It's full blown commodity based at this yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and obviously, money is important, but like that's not the only thing. Like, this is our passions. So. So then, 
in that instance where you're talking about, you know, hey, you just got to like their message. You got to like that kind of stuff. What's your vetting process like for a band that you're going after? So what we're doing is we will go see them live in person in like a setting where they're performing mm-hmm. because, um, yeah, it's great to like, you know, hear them playing a song or performing. Um, and you could always do that over the phone or you can get like a, you know, like um, a little snippet of their music sent to you. But I feel like in person it's more, um, it's better because A, you could see how they are in a climate where they have an audience, how they respond to the audience. You can hear how they sound without you know, their voices being edited and you can also like, you know, feel a vibe because, you know, it's one thing to listen, but it's another thing to actually watch. And right. as, as a company, you know, if we are going to be doing bookings for them, it's important to see how they would react in a setting of a concert that we would book for them essentially at some point. Yeah. And also um, that's not, we don't, it's not like mandatory that we have to go uh, watch a band in order to sign them. Basically, sure how it works it's just it's just the three of us for now and i hope that one day we will be able to branch out and like get more people to help us out um but how it works is for now is like uh we either have a band reach out to us or um if nicole or i find somebody who we really like we will contact everybody all parties involved all three of us and um you know say like i really like this person and we we before we even do that uh, we s- listen to like everything to make sure that that's what we want and, um, you know, kind of look at their engagement um, just to see how they are on social media and stuff like that. Um, and then we reach out to them. On the technicality aspect of it, mm-hmm. um, you know, we generally will, you know, whether they reach us or we reach them, um, generally we will, we will listen to their, you know, what they've done or we'll go see what they've done. And then, you know, we'll discuss it. We'll reach out to the band and, you know, we'll actually start doing a contract. And now we don't lock in our bands. Okay. We will do a trial period with them and we'll see how we get along. Mm-hmm. And that way, you know, well, then we'll come back around and be like, you know, listen, we liked you. You liked us. Let's make this a more permanent settlement, more arrangement. So, yeah. And I think that's the more healthy option because there are PR companies that they will just lock you in on the spot and the first month will be great. And then all of a sudden, like something will go bad and you can't really pull out of it because you're stuck in like a two-year contract. Yeah. And once it's a conversation with the band, it's kind of like we have them ask us as many questions. Um, A lot of the time they have us come out to shows or have us come out to like meet them. So we kind of get that relationship going already. Mm -hmm. Another thing that we kind of pride ourselves in is that there's always that open line of communication that you can literally come to us about anything. If there's any problem, uh, anything. And that even says that in the contracts that we have and each contract is designed specifically for that band. So eventually uh, in the middle of your contract, you know, we have a conversation and it's like, if you aren't happy with our services, then you don't have to move on. And if you are, then great. We're happy to have you again. Like, uh, we want to make sure that our clients are happy. Yeah. Nicole, I feel like we're talking, and I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I just want to say something before I, I forget. Um, I was going to say, I was going to build off of what Amanda had said. I was going to say, I miss media. We're not just building a company or careers. We're building, like, a family, essentially. So, Absolutely. Nicole, did you have anything to add? I agree a hundred percent with what they're saying that, you know, every time we scout a band looking for activity, see, you know, 
they can pack a venue or not. Cause if they can't, then maybe booking isn't the best route to go. Also, I would say that jumping on the bandwagon, we want a family. We don't want egos. Just if you're willing to put in the hard work, we're willing to put in the hard work. And yeah. Cause to, you know, see you live. Cause who doesn't like going to awesome shows at bars and who doesn't like, you know, grabbing a beer and then kicking it back to some like dope ass music. Like I know I do. And I want to do that full time. And I know bands want to full time play their music. So it's like a win-win on both ends. We right. both get to do what we love and we want to do it as a family. Sounds yeah, good. So, Oh, go ahead. Us, sorry. I was going to say, even <laughs> if one of us ends up marrying into one of those bands at some point. <laughs> 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 and welcome to the bachelorette all right slash gay bachelor <laughs> so let's delve a little bit into your guys's personality so we know you'll represent anyone who you you know you vet you make sure that you agree with what they're doing and you know you love what they're doing but for each of you what style of music do you guys normally gravitate towards um i would say like pop punk. I like a little bit of like screamo music. Sometimes I'll listen to like metal if I'm going to the gym because I need, I don't take a pre-workout. So I'm just like, all right, my ears and my radio and my Spotify is a pre-workout. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I tend to gravitate towards that kind of music just because the lyrics mean something to me. Uh, right. Mainstream music now, I'm, I'm, I will never bash it. I think everyone is really talented. I just feel like the industry is just becoming kind of what you are, not who you are. And it's like, that's not what we're about. Mm. It's not always about a vision and what your image can portray, even though of course societal standards follow suit with that. But I, uh, I like some of the stuff that it's like, you know, deep, sad boy shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. What about you guys? So I know that, you know, my taste in music is much different from Nicole's. Um, because like she'll be listening to metal, but I'll be sitting over here like listening to Cher. Um, but I first think time that's, that's ever been said on the show, by the way. I'm actually excited for her concert at the Barclays Center May second. Come join me. Um, I'm also single. Um, oh, can meet me at the bar. <laughs> buy my tickets. Buy you a shot. Um, there you no, go. buy my tickets. <laughs> um, but um, I like my taste is more like um, I do listen to contemporary music, but I'm not religious. Like if someone says, you know, are you crazy about? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> who am I, who am I, who would I, who would they ask me if I'm crazy about Nicole? Oh my gosh. Let me think. Freddie likes a lot of Russian and Jewish music too. I once I put mean... him on hold and I, and I like, I had another line and then I go back and he's like, Shalom. <laughs> he's like singing freaking Jewish songs. <laughs> they just bust out into Russian accents. Like, yeah, oh, that's that. what we do yeah, sometimes. Yeah, like, yeah. We'll, like, we'll phone and I'll be like, I'll be like, Amanda, what is happening here? <laughs> we need to meet good husbands. <laughs> yes, very good husbands. Lots of money. Go to bank and go to sex. Okay, um, that's it. <laughs> I believe it. Um, all right, bye, Amanda. Um, <laughs> No, but I feel like, um, you know, I have a very broad palette. So, um, you know, I'll listen to like 70s, 80s music, 90s music. I'll listen to like 
contemporary things. I listen to like Katy Perry and Adele, and you know, it's just I I feel like between the three of us, we cover every single genre, which is good because then we could provide like sound judgment on the bands that we go to scout. Makes sense, Amanda. Well, I feel like I have a very I like all different types. I guess I could listen to like. My Chemical Romance and listen to Hoodie Allen and listen to Lady Gaga and then listen to Cardi B. Um, but I think that my kind of forte is pop punk and like uh, old school Warped Tour vibes. Like All Time Low is my favorite band in the whole world. Ah. And I don't I don't really cry uh, that much at concerts, but like <laughs> <laughs> I cried. I cry almost every time I see them because like their music has helped me through so much. Um I like them. I really love Swimmers. I also really love the band Pali Royale. They're kind of like oh, yeah. new age Beatles, if people call them. Do you know them? They were at Warped yeah. Tour. No, no, I definitely yeah. know them. I've never heard anyone say new age Beatles, though. Oh, that's weird, because I hear that all the time. <laughs> Maybe I'm just stupid. I don't know. <laughs> oh. No, no, like... I think they I think they would love to hear that. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. I love them so much. I've seen them, I think, like 15 times. They're so good. Wow. Speaking of uh, Warp Tour, Amanda actually worked Warp Tour, mm-hmm. and this summer actually looking into bringing Miss Media to Coachella and other festivals. Coachella, yeah. Um, you don't have to leave your couch. <laughs> <laughs> should, I that? should I do that again? No, I think okay. it was funny the way it was. <laughs> I mean, Coachella guys. There you go, Coachella. <laughs> um, I'm a vegetarian, not a vegan. I'm cheesy. Let's go here. Oh. Um, we're single. Um, yeah. <laughs> single, by the way, just so we're just gonna lay that out there. If you haven't gotten that idea from just, <laughs> we're, you're all. I put it together because Nicole says I'm afraid of commitment. So yeah, I kind of figured all three people in the company are single. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm working on getting a nice Jewish boy for Christmas. If that helps, <laughs> you got a countdown. It's only a couple more months. I'm working on it. There you go. We're dating each other. (laughs) But like I was saying, I feel like Nicole and I are in a nice little platonic relationship because I could have, you know, Tinder and Bumble conversations going off, but I really have the most text messages and calls from Nicole. Yeah, I'm I'm the weird aunt they call at like 3 o'clock in the morning to discuss their platonic relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Like whether it should go further or whether it should stay how it is. Oh, no, it always goes further. Okay. <laughs> I, love, I, also, I also love just, like, that the three of us are, like, really close. And especially, like, Nicole and I, we kind of – we talk all the time. And we always know what's going on. Um, so there's never anything, like, hidden <laughs> in, in both Miss Media and in our personal lives. But, you know. You're getting a death stare right now. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> no, you too. You too. You know everything. I, I'm just saying. So now, where are you guys located? Are you guys all close to each other? So Amanda and I, um, we live in Brooklyn. And Nicole, Nicole lives, lives in, in the Suffern. Whole, she lives in Kansas. I live in Suffern, New York, but not for long. I will no longer be suffering in Suffern. But, um, uh, I will be moving back in my hometown, Marlboro, New Jersey. So... Mm. I get it. Hey, Basically, we're, you know, tri-state area, but just New York and New Jersey. But that's also vital because um, it would be nice to have clientele in Jersey as well as New York. Mm-hmm. 
because then we really are spreading out and we are getting more coverage. But we're close to Asbury and Asbury has a huge pop punk scene and has a huge music scene and like surfer scene. So it's like, it's pretty big down here and it's actually like, you know, a nice area. And uh, yeah, we're I went from mountains to the beach. So and I, I also, just because, just because we live uh, around here, we take, like we accept artists from anywhere in the world. Right. Like you could be in Sweden and you know, we'll, if we like you, like we'll take you on. Like it doesn't matter your location. Right. Our EDM artist, Zan Zan, he's uh, located in LA mm -hmm. and he plays out there in the Avalon Hollywood. So he's out where I want to be, you know, right. <laughs> but I'm here. He needs to fly us next, out. Next we're going <laughs> to send Amanda to Atlanta so she can cover over the music scene over there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So why don't you guys talk to me about the bands that you guys currently represent? I hate when you look at me like that. Uh, what's That's it called? That's not me. It's Freddie. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's it called? We have uh, a bunch of bands that we work with. We will very soon be showing our roster or what is, what is the word when you like first show it? When you unveil uh, we will be debuting our roster. Ah, a premiere. I, I have three hours of sleep. We'll be debuting our roster. Uh, very soon. Um, on our anybody website? else? Uh, yes, on our website and on all our social media. Uh, does anybody have anything else to say about that? So tomorrow we'll be at a venue, Gold Sounds in Brooklyn. Oh, we're going there tomorrow. Yeah, to scout a few. Bands. Got a couple bands. Have a you know couple conversations. See our stage presence and kind of just kick it off. And hopefully we uh, bring home some more Bacon. family members and just grow, adopt more children. So to speak. Yeah. yeah, we're like Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt, except we actually love our kids. Oh my god. Pop references. <laughs> I said pop references. Yeah. yeah. I'm very not hip to pop culture. So dude, same. Me either. Like I don't I don't know anything. You want to talk about anything happening in the scene? That's what I know. You I know no popular music whatsoever <laughs> i mean you know the music like that i listen to and it's definitely not popular like people hear it blasting out of my car and they just see this like little italian girl and they're just like aren't you supposed to be listening to like lil zan or young thug or like cardi b and i'm just like no ah! so. <laughs> that's not to say that we wouldn't represent cardi yes no absolutely 100%. come on board women I, I, my friends have videos of me like Drake songs come on and literally all of them are like singing the lyrics and I'm just there like, oh my God, taking down another freaking shot. But then it's okay because then High School Musical comes on and we're dancing. Yeah, Cheetah Girls comes on and I'm just like, I know everything. <laughs> Play some Dear Maria, like, I, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I like listening to like the soundtracks of Disney musicals. So yes, yes, yes. <laughs> on the drive home tonight, when I go back to my apartment, I will be blasting Nicole, you keep on fading away. So my original question was going to be, did you hear the Screamo metal versions that they put out of the whole entire Disney compilation? I did not. And I am going to look that up immediately on the drive and blast it. Facts. I didn't even know they did that. I think it's on Ghost Killer. Wow. You yeah. have enlightened my, my whole night. And it's just like, it's compromised. Like, I got to go right now Like and listen to this. That is the goal of the podcast. Enlighten one person. <laughs> if I can just do that, it'll all be worth it. So 
let me see. Did I miss anything, guys? Is there anything that you wanted to share? Obviously, you're not going to talk about the artist yet because you're going to do your premiere, your unveiling. But is there anything else that you guys wanted to mention about what you're doing? I feel like we pretty much covered everything. Yeah. But oh, I- we wanted to talk about revolutionizing the music industry. Oh, yeah. You should tell everyone how to do that. Okay, Nicole, that's you got it. That's all me. All right. Revolutionizing the music industry. Let me get my script ready. No, I'm kidding. Um, Let me Google. How do you revolutionize? <laughs> I have a dream. Like I said, I feel like I might be repeating myself. And if I am, I'm so sorry. Just bear with me. It's story of my life. But, you know, units aren't selling as much. And I feel the music industry is becoming really technological and data worthy and very analytical. So I feel that press and just exposure and just getting your sound out there the right way, the honest way, an authentic way, opposed to just like creating all these scandals and all these fake fights and just to promote your music, it should be about your music. It should be about your vision and about your message. So I feel not having a commitment for two years in a contract really helps. Like Amanda and Freddie were saying, we offer installment plans. We are trying to work with people. We don't offer like bounding contracts. It's something that we do to help you and to help you grow and not just like make our pockets grow because we want it to be affordable for you and we want to work with you and we want you to feel safe, secure, and that your creativity is 100% yours from the start because Mm -hmm. You formed this band, I didn't. And you formed this vision, I didn't. We just want to help you promote it. Right. So I think we can revolutionize the music industry by being honest and authentic. And that's something that's very hard to find nowadays in anything, i.e. dating, (laughs) i.e. just food, i.e. music, clothes, everything. It's all just image-based. And I think it should be something more than that. I.e. gym membership. Um. (laughs) <laughs> I, I to add on to that i also want to say that we feel that and it was said before that a lot of this industry is kind of based upon like money and all this stuff and that's not what we're all about a lot of our artists have budgets that we cater to mm-hmm. um so we try to accommodate like what that means is we really like a band and we want them on our roster and we want to work with them whatever their budget is we will work with it because, you know, we want to help them out and we really believe in them and think that, you know, we could really help them grow. So we kind of want to stay away from, you know, it being all about money and about freaking having a million followers and all that shit. Like, it doesn't matter. We're all about the music and we, we want this to be like our careers. Like, I literally want by day to be in an office listening to bands all day and outreaching and then by night at a show scouting new bands like that's mm-hmm. what we want our lives to be um, dog friendly office dog friendly office yes. yeah yeah taco tuesdays um <laughs> veggie tacos for me we just really love what we do and we want to keep doing it very nice all right guys well that sounds really awesome i think you know i'm behind you 100 percent. so we will definitely have Links in the description of the episode so that everyone can follow everything you're doing. You have apparel, you have the followers. But my question to you right now is how is the best way for people to support you? Give us a follow on Instagram. 
give us a follow on Facebook. Give us a follow on Twitter. Um, if you know of any bands that need representation, hit us up. Uh, email us. We'll give Ian all of that information. And mm-hmm. just even even if you don't know of any bands and you like the bands that we work with, like come say hi. We're always open for conversation. Come see us at your uh, local concert or festival one day. Come out to Gold Sounds in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, Gold Sounds in Brooklyn. And if you're at Coachella this year, look out for our stand because yeah. we're going to have some really nice apparel. Hopefully it works out. Hopefully we go. Absolutely. Designed by your. <laughs> Very cool. All right, guys. Well, this was a little bit different, but this was really awesome to be able to talk to you guys, especially as new as you guys are. It's really cool to you know be able to talk to you guys about how much you want to change things. So, very awesome, and thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you for having us. Thank you for even yeah, wanting to have so us. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Guys, all you need earlier, fucking awesome. Annika coming up after us. I forget some of the names here. The pain method coming up later on tonight. Let's fucking do this shit here.
right, everyone, I'm back. The last track you heard was One by One by the Rooftop Rebellion. I hope you enjoyed all of that. As you know, it's a little difficult with three separate groups talking on Skype, Google Hangout, whatever, but I definitely had fun. I see great things for Amanda, Nicole, and Freddie of Miss Media Relations, so make sure to check out everything they have to offer. It'll be really cool to hear all the great bands they'll be representing. Check out all the links in the description of the episode to support them. Also, if you liked what you heard, you can follow the other links in the description to support me, Ian Hates. Another thanks to Amanda, Nicole, and Freddie, Miss Media Relations. We're going to end tonight with another track from Siobhan and the Fuzz. Here's Flash Baby Flash. And I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone.
bitch, you ain't for me. This bitch, you ain't for me.